0: Issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis.
1: All I'm trying to say is that within punch local government from 1999 till death, we have never been to the Senate, leading to critical social, political, and economic conversations
0: by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone, so it is his turn to chop. Today, look at the consequences.
1: That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity, to talk to a governor who still produced the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy would be governor. The best journalist as seeking all the hidden answers, with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Sonomolat left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999. Serious. Join Ponsac Fader and Gilbert Joseph as the talk to those that
0: matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria
1: at Sunset on J101.9 FM. <laughs>
2: Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset here on j One Point Nine FM in the city of Jos, Nigeria. My name is Gilbert Joseph, and I'll be with you from now till the hour of six o'clock. May I, if I may, like Nigerians would say, ask how your day has been going. It's a rainy day, of course, in the city, and it's one of those blessings that we've looked you know, forward to, and it's just about a very good time that we're experiencing this. Well, the appointment of service chiefs by President Bola Tinubu is generating reactions across several quarters. And that was never unexpected, was it? Um, several people have called to question the issue of federal character on that list. What exactly you know, has that again brought to the front burner in terms of the analysis of these issues, inclusive, inclusivity? in terms of balancing, in terms of trying to give every aspect of uh, the Nigerian nation a sense of belonging in the scheme of things. Well, this has often been discussed in different quarters, and I think it's going to continue up until the time that our literacy level, as far as appointment is concerned, and I don't mean to just uh, in any way denigrate anybody when I say literacy level. I think people have to look at issues... Uh, from a result-oriented perspective, rather than trying to just attach sentiment, sentiments in different forms, of course, to issues of appointments, issues of nominations, or whatever it is, in public into public offices. And this has been a big challenge in the past couple of years. It even came to, you know, limelight the more under President Mohamedou Buhari, who just recently gave way to uh, President Bola Metinubu at the helm of affairs. Well, this evening... I'm going to be, like like I say, we're going to be examining the issues deep. We're going deeply into the issues, and then we'll be trying to just touch on the things that could be done better. And what exactly are the angles that Nigerians should be looking at uh, as signs of positivity in this particular administration, even though it's just three weeks old? But the signs are there. You can tell you know, what a tomorrow would look like from the handling of today by any individual. So those are the issues we would be looking at. Um, I'm just going to be reeling out two stories, two top stories that I consider to be of very paramount importance to us um, at this hour. And that, of course, the first one on the list is the DSS claiming that Godwin emefile the former CBN governor, would, all right, You'd be leaving Nigerian soil if he's been granted bail. I don't know how well that, that would even come to, be, come to being. But for its part, the Office of the Attorney General of the Federation has backed that claim that if granted bail, Godwin Emefiele would eventually leave the shores of Nigeria. I don't know. Um, well, there were reports as at the time he was arrested before, his eventual deten- det- uh, before he was eventually detained that he was about to leave Nigeria. I don't know how that worked. But certain people, you know, put up their thinking cap and ensured that he was arrested. So is it after being granted bail that he- God in the Mephile will leave Nigeria I- again? I don't know. I really don't know how an individual, because they say government is next to God. I don't know how he's going to be able to beat government and then escape Nigerian soil. Well well they have taken that decision and I think his freedom might just be far away from him. And on the one hand, Kayade Egbitokun, Deputy Inspector General of Police, who is now the acting inspector general of police, you know, has assumed office officially. He took over from Usman Al Kalibaba, his predecessor. And of course that is the situation of things as they stand. I have two guests with me in the studio to discuss these issues. Um Comrade Steve Aluko, who is a very, very renowned voice when it comes to issues that have to do with the growth and development of Nigeria. He's right here in the studio with me. Um, Good evening, sir, and welcome to the show.
3: Good evening, and happy brand new Nigeria.
2: And of course, Emmanuel Zopmal, who is a public affairs analyst and the national youth leader of Middle Belt Forum. Good evening. Thank you for joining us on the show, sir.
1: Good evening, listeners out there.
2: Yeah. Um... Like I was saying earlier, we're going to be discussing these issues that I consider to be a very, very paramount important to us all. Um, I'm going to start with you, com- uh, Mr. Emmanuel Zopma. How did you receive the news of the appointment and what caught your attention as soon as you heard that announcement?
1: Well, um, let me first of all say good evening to all listeners out there. Um, this is another new dawn. Under this administration of the presidency of uh, uh, Ahmed Bola Tinibu, under the platform of the APC, um, he has made his decision because every new regime comes with change or shake-up in all the appointments of the predecessors. And now, uh, when I received the news, I say, "Okay, fine, it's good, it's normal, uh, but is it going to be the same?" Uh, stories that we've had before, or there will be an improvement from where we stopped. Um, Yes, some have come up with uh, their own perspective on the pattern of the appointment. And um, yes, uh, the only zone which I know in terms of uh, fairness or uh, balanced representation at the uh, service of chief's uh, decision-making process The Middle Belt one, particularly which is the large chunk of the Middle Belt, the North Central, uh, does not have uh, a representation. But in any case, the Middle Belt is a sociocultural organization first, where uh, the Southern Kaduna, the Chief of Defense Staff, is part and parcel of the Middle Belt as a sociocultural organization. So we look at it from the angle of sociocultural organization of The middle belt, the middle belt is involved in this application. All right, yeah.
2: Middle belt, when you say middle belt, let's look at the geopolitical zones that form this country called Nigeria. Um, In that context, what is captured is north central, okay, rather than the middle belt, even though you would prefer to go with that interchangeably. Um, I get the idea that, you know, you're talking about sociocultural cultural organization, the sociocultural cultural organization of the Middle Belt. And that is where you have places like Southern Kaduna, parts of Taraba, coming into, even though they aren't a part of the north-central region. But specifically, the north-central, well, let me just come to conversation Steve Aluko on this. The north-central region, for its part, we saw the intricacies that played out in the National Assembly leadership elections just not quite long. And how certain people tried to ride on the North Central's priority, you know, and come to power or and ascend into certain positions in the National Assembly, even though that didn't hold water at the end of the day. And you now have these appointments again of the service chiefs coming on board. If we're looking at the North Central categorically, there isn't anybody, there isn't any sense of representation. Should that be an issue of concern?
3: Absolutely, because the concept of inclusion is key. And realizing that part of the campaign baggage of the present tinubu uh, clout is issue of exclusion. You cannot exclude a whole zone on security matter. Bearing in mind that uh, in recent time, even before now, jaws have always been on fire, uh, Binwe has always been on fire. So critically, you also need some level of input, either at informal or informal level, that will shape a lot of things on your table. And either you like it or not, I think what the presidency of Tinubu uh, have just done is to reinforce the, the illogical way of excluding the North Central from the scheme of governance. And that's why when you hear about zoning, the silence is from the North Central where well, other zones have their own way. The best is that they come to do convention here. But when the real issues is down, either we are zoned out of contest or deliberately machinery is uh, uh, screwing away. So that at the end of the day, people from this North Central setting cannot uh, hold uh, the larger position. The last time you can say the North Central have uh, what would I call a fear show is during the military era, from 1999 till today. We have not had it so rich. The most sensitive office have not come to the North Central. And somebody will tell you what about the Secretary to the Federal Government that we've just got. It's a secretarial job. Yes, it's a high profile office. It has his own. Deal. But critically, when you come to issue of governance, if the Southwest deserve two offices, from what we've seen, why should we not have one? If you go to the legislative arm, if the North Central have two offices, why should we not have one? And then if you also go to the judiciary, we have also fallen victim at different levels. And this is what we are saying, in the best sense of inclusion, include anybody, everybody. And nobody is saying that I should compromise merit, competence, or anything. By the grace of God, I've traveled around this country, and I can tell you that there's no region in this country that doesn't have a man or a woman that merit or deserve an office. And if we're moving forward in this country, and I think that should be uh, the template, bringing everybody around. And if you listen to uh, Tenubu's speech, either the inaugural speech or the June 12th speech, you speak bountiful. You want to end corruption. You want to fight insecurity. You must also bring the concept of the people in. So that at the end of the day, and I'm going to bring a very practical example. In 2021 crisis, when all the formal structures in these states we're only apart from the DSS. The Commissioner of Police was telling them in, in Abuja they are in full control. Why men and women and children were being maimed. The DSS told us he has finished. The director then told us that he has finished all channel of communication, but that some people are countering it. So he said if we have any other means of getting to the CNC, we should do so. We had to go through Gawan's PA, and that was how Obasanjo deployed troops there. Reduce or mitigated, the level of uh, casualty and cruelty will have suffered. What we are saying, in essence, is that you cannot tell me. If you can bring somebody, you also look at the appointment. You brought somebody that at the end of the day, we might be losing nothing less than maybe a hundred generals. So if you can have that logic, why can't you also use the logic to make sure that everybody, let me tell you, part of what is reinforcing secessionist movement in this country be it Biafra or Udua or the Ariwa group or the, this thing. It is lack of sense of belonging. Get the right people and don't get the wrong people. Get people that merit it. And at the end of the day, you will enjoy your government and the people will enjoy better.
2: All right. Comrade, I'm having to call you a comrade. <laughs> well, no, 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 <laughs> well, no, um, no Would you rather have, Emmanuel Zopma, would you rather have a performing set of service chiefs or just to have somebody who gives you a semblance of representation in there and then have, say, for example, your fire at your backyard that you have to deal with. We saw this example under President Muhammadu Dubuari. The North suffered a lot in terms of insecurity right before his watch. You remember at the time he was traveling to Daura, presidential convoy was attacked. We were aware of all of these things. So the facts suggest that regardless of where people come from, if they aren't able able to deliver on the job, then it means nothing.
1: Well, um, inclusion is key in a plural society because uh, the decision-making process has to be participatory, has to be all-involving, and the perceptions of people on the system should be brought to bear on what decisions should be taken that will bring about good governance? The North Central, actually, yes, is an artificial creation. But the first thing we should look at is Nigeria. I'm part and parcel of the North Central. And um, for want of good governance in the course of decision making, people agitate for inclusion because they want to also take part in what affects them, what decision will be taken concerning what affects them. And they need openness. They need fair representation at every point. Now, the North Central happened to be the hotbed of killings and attacks and destructions all the while. Now, when you are assembling your service chiefs, You should be able to have people that have the better experience that feel the pains of what is going in their immediate environments so that they will be able to make the right input in the decision-making process that will guide the the national security of this country. But uh, unfortunately, the president hasn't done that. But we hope that uh, things should be done right. Now, I would say primarily that my focus should be on strengthening institutions, because in every system that exists where there's a loud clamor for inclusion, it means there is a certain level of discrimination, exclusion of certain groups at that point in time. But in governance, when there is a good governance. good governance involves accountability, transparency, representation or participation of all in decision-making process. But in a system like Nigeria where that is absent, then there will be clamor for that. The military as an organization in the first place has particular discipline and rules governing it. And as a profession, there are certain ethics... Governing the behavior of every military personnel, whether officer or not an officer. Now, in this case, why I'm concerned about strengthening the institutions of the military is born out of the fact that we have replicated failures over the years. We have agitated for inclusion in terms of appointment, but yet we have failed. But what I am concerned at this point in time is how strong is the military as a professional body that will be able to carry out its functions based on its professionalism. Now, in this case, when you look at the Nigerian military generally, does it have the capacity to contain the prevailing insecurity? Or is it just by appointment that we will hope now that uh, the insecurity will be contained? These are the questions that should be answered. At this point in time, I believe that uh, Tinubu's administration should be focused on strengthening the military. Strengthening the military, there are key things that you should consider in the first place. One, let's say you want to modernize the military as a whole. Modernizing the military, it means you have to upgrade the weapon system, the armories. You have to upgrade in terms of training so that they will perform optimally the last you two have presidents have say
2: that yes, Him, himself he fine, also said that
1: fine fine if you are going to do that then there are other components of strengthening the military but we should be able to look at it whether there are practical steps in terms of budgeting to the military because it's one of the key areas where you can strengthen the military as an organization the defense budget every year, which will require necessary resources to acquire what is needed to handle insecurity in terms of their training, in terms of their collaboration, in terms of accusations of what is needed to fight the insecurity. Then, as well, you should be able to find a way of, you know, meeting up with the contemporary approaches of the guerrilla groups, like those that are causing the insecurity now, let's look at the cybersecurity in Nigeria. Is the military capable of bringing up a, a firewall in the cyber wall in terms of cybersecurity so that they will be able to track, trace, and also deal with those that are using the cyberspace to operate and create the, the, the insecurity? So these are issues we should be looking at. Oh, uh, Okay, have the, the, the government considered the issue of defense research and development? Can the military be able to develop what they will be used to meet the recurrent approach of the guerrilla groups who are creating the, the, the insecurity? So these are issues that I feel that the government should focus on. If you are bringing people on board to serve in this capacity. You should also look at how you are going to strengthen the
2: organisation they represent. All right, Comrade Steve Aluko, let's look at No Ribadu, who is the National Security Adviser. In context, holistically, one he isn't from a military background, and uh, I, I, I really, I really don't know, but. As a, the last check that I am sure of, all these uh, national security advisors had a military experience. They are of the military extraction, mostly retired, you know, um, as it were. And I'm going to give you some names here. You have Abdullah Mukhtar, who served under Obasanjo. He was a major general, a retired major general at the time. Under Jonathan, you have Latif Karideh who acted in that capacity before he was replaced with Owoye Azazi. And then you had Sambo Dasuki, a very familiar name. We know very well the history of the man, Ribadu, But will he face any sort of challenge looking at where he's coming from? Really not in the real term, a square peg.
3: Uh, permit me to clear some air.
2: Okay.
3: I think it will be out of place for us to see that the North Central, artificial creation it's not it's a product of a national confab the 1995 national confab the motion was moved by late the former vice president of the equipment and alex it, and it became officially recognized at that level as part of fulfilling the federal capital uh, the federal system the quota system and to promote inclusion and the rest of it that's one secondly even in the bible well, Rehoboam, in 1st Kings chapter 12 down to 14. Well, Rehoboam, God demand from the people, lessen our tax and we'll serve you forever. The Bible says he listened to the elders that were there, that have experience with his father. And they asked him, follow the district so that these people will serve you. But the Bible says that he went and met with youth that he grew up with. And those ones say, don't mind them. Tell them you'll be more uh, uh, vicious than your father. And that if not, you are going to double. And he lost his kingdom. And who did he lose it to? Jeroboam. The same Jeroboam got to his own system and raised a different altar, a political altar. That At the end of the day, he got punished for it because he lowered the template of the priests and those that to serve on that platform. And when you get to 1 Kings 14, verse 9, God has to tell him. For this evil that you have done and you have made people to turn away from me, I'm going to cut off every meal from your house. And anybody that die in the field, that dogs is going to eat them. And that is what we want to avert in this country. And that is the logic that we're saying. I agree with him. Every professional has his own professional history. If we're going to follow it, then you shouldn't be picking somebody from a, low, a class that they call it in the military that we warrant over... A hundred general to resign. You will have picked the next person. But since you have not done that one, we will expect you that you should also look at the environment. The success we have in the Northeast is not because of just the might of the military. It was because the civilian JTF was also involved. And this is exactly what we are saying. Nigeria is where it is today. Are you because. agree
2: that Nigeria has recorded massive success in the Northeast?
3: Abso- absolutely, okay. we- with the support of the civilian JTF. Okay. Otherwise, we will have lost... Totally before now. And when you look at the circumvention of the security apparatus in this country, it is when you don't carry everybody along. From First Republic until late, everybody's carried along. Until when we got to this era of promoting uh, uh, what will I call it? Uh, what they, nepotism. Okay. You see part of why uh, Zamfara, Casina, Plateau, Benue is being made vulnerable. It's nepotism. Nepotism is different from federal character. It's different from quota system. Quota systems are you pick the very best in those places. And like I said, if you look around, we have the very best among the equal. But deliberately politics is played to make sure that a region is done, play for other region. And I'll be practical. When we come to politics, we say Northern Nigeria, Northern Nigeria. And when the chip is done, North Central is not part of the calculation. I look at those that emerge at the National Assembly, because when we're talking about government, it's not just the executive, the National Assembly. What is it that Aqab you have? The other aspirant from North Central does not have. These are the issues. Then you go to the judiciary, you look in terms of appointment in the judiciary, at the Supreme Court, at the Court of Appeal, and you go down. We also find a situation that the North Central is at disadvantage. And these is are an the issue. Not only the North Central, even the Southeast. Look at the excuse they gave for promoting Ara- is it Arase?
2: Solomon Arase. Arase. Yes.
3: That they have to give him double promotion mm-hmm. because there's no top ranking of The former
2: guys. IGPF, please, that is.
3: From, from the Southeast. Then you ask the question. Is it that people didn't apply? Or they apply, is it that while you are, they are growing, what happened? This are a critical question. And when we are talking about policing system. You must also bring the concept of community police into it, where people that know the, the terrain, knows the problem, and can gather uh, in, 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 intelligence, both at formal and informal levels come to play. Then we go to the, uh, uh, the new rebuttal issue that you raised. A report got to the secretary to the federal government as part of the handing over note. Have they made it public?
2: Not yet, to the best of my knowledge.
3: And in other club, you don't, you don't appoint people like that. You first state to the public, this is what the report we have gotten on Nuru Ribadu. If he's a saint, you tell us he's a saint. And if he's indicted, you tell us he's indicted.
2: Another now, side to this argument is, the president swore an oath to protect certain secrets that have to, you know, do with the nation. Isn't that part of Look, you know, the limitation he may have The secrecy
3: is to the intent and purpose that is promote nationalism, patriotism, and in the best interest of Nigeria. In this sense, you told Nigeria you are setting up a committee to probe into Rubadu's Nourubadou's uh, stay in office as EFEC's chairman. Mm-hmm. And you told us a few days ago that the report had been submitted. Make it public force before you appoint him, so that we know he's a saint, not that you are holding the report to blackmail him to do your bidding. And as per will order arms of uh, security apparatus, respect him. He says, Signal, is the office. The national security advisor is close to the president. Is the advice he gives to the president collates report on security, both at informal and informal level, and drop it and uh, uh, and advise the president on what to do. So as far as I'm concerned, the office should be so respected. Except he violates any tenets of the office and the rest of it. And I see a lot of contradiction in this government. Many of the crowd I've seen in Assault Rock are people that have 10 stories in this country. And they've not been cleared. Even in the legislative arm, has Ababio been cleared? The same Ribadu that is in charge of the National Security Advisor wrote a damaging report and presented it on the floor of the Senate. That this person, this person, this person, in terms of governor, using all sorts of, uh, uh, what I call, uh, uh, derogatory language that in other clients, you need to investigate those languages. And now everybody is back to the whole decision. Have they restricted their way? Have they changed their way? There are cases in EFCC, has it been, been finished or what? Or the one in ICPC? These are critical elements because these are the process that compromise. I told you the story of Jeroboam. He compromised the system. He raised a a political altar so that people will not go to Judah and lower the ebb of those that are to be priests. And because of that, he didn't get the right advice. What we need now is to get the right people with the right frame of mind to give the best advice so that Nigeria will not go to worse. I think on this climb, I said it the other day, you cannot pick an old one and put it an old bottle and expect result, or put an old one and put it... He said both of them will break. It will split and get worse. We don't want Nigeria to get worse. So what we are saying is not just at the federal level. People should stop playing party politics with people's lives. The best we expect of them is that get the most competent people at different levels. Even if they are in opposition party, get them on board so that at the end of the day, Nigeria move forward. Otherwise, this threat will not help. Already, the judiciary is accusing the executive that they are threatening them. So let's not go to the story of Fela. you be thief and not be thief, you be rogue and not be rogue. We must be able to stem detail. Let's get the best hand. And the concept of inclusion is the best global practice and it should be encouraged at different levels.
2: By the way, the president has spoken about a government of national unity and then he retracted his steps there from government of national unity to a government of national competence. So let's just watch out and see so the So in the difference. whole of
3: no centre, <laughs> nobody is
2: competent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the president. But <laughs> Mr. Emmanuel. what's <laughs> out? <Or Southies. laughs> let's look at the events unfolding in Plateau State really sad events. One has got to be sick and tired of reporting these issues, but it's necessary because we can't let it, you know, just slide under the carpet. Certain people have asked for, I was on this program yesterday and a caller suggested that even if it means the governor, you know, doing a crowdfunding or go fund me, you know, just to be able to revive or rejuvenate the Operation Rainbow, he should be able to do that as soon as possible to curtail some of these killings going on. What do you make of this? And within the space of three weeks, is it fair to pass a judgment, a verdict on this government regarding insecurity?
1: It's very, very wrong to pass a judgment. The security is uh, on the federal exclusive list where the governor is just a symbolic chief security officer of the state. The commissioner of police is posted from outside the state. That's in Abuja. Um, the GCO is posted from Abuja. The SDF commandant is posted from Abuja. You may have the Office of the Commissioner of Police call Commissioner of Police, Plateau State, but he's posted. The governor doesn't have power in his appointment and how he's posted to the state. And he takes instructions from Abuja. Now, whoever attempts to pass a judgment On this government, which is barely three weeks ago, uh, that person is just virtually very, very wrong. Now, to come back to the issue of Operation Rainbow, we must have to look inward and how we're going to domesticate security. Security must be domesticated. Security happens in localities. The federal government is in Abuja. It's not all over the 774 local government areas, nor 12,000 federal wards, nor 176,000 polling units that make up the federation. And every insecurity starts from a polling unit. And there is only one office in Abuja, which it will not be able to delegate its power capabilities to contain the insecurity at that miniature level of pulling units. We have refused and failed. That is why I said earlier, the issue of strengthening the institution is paramount first, not political appointment. Appointment is a politics, basically. Now, if we concentrate on political appointments, we have not strengthened the institution that will deliver demanded and securing the lives and properties of the people, we are getting it wrong. Now, the Operation Rainbow, which is an original version of, sorry, vision of the state, you cannot, as a state, succeed in containing insecurity when you don't have your own original plan on or your own. How you look at the nature of this insecurity and how you want to contain it at this juncture it is important that we pray that the governor should have the necessary enablement or what is required to revive the operation rainbow operation rainbow is is a domesticated security outfit which was built around the peculiarity of insecurity in the state so it should be encouraged yes of course the government just came on board barely 3 weeks ago and there is nothing to even lay hands on. As a state, the state is running at minus zero. He inherited minus zero deficit, but the governor is striving to but see that. We hear that. We hear that,
2: that. He, he he inherited was it one point four billion naira from the government coffers.
1: If you say one point one point, even if it's three billion. The the, the 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 monthly wage bill of the state is more than that, so how can a whole state inherit even if it 's three billion? the wage bill to pay civil servants in the state is more than three billion monthly. so how is he going to even talk of what he will pay the civil servants and what he will think of uh, uh, security and to think of infrastructure and to even think of whether he 's going to appoint people? as governor, structure that he will deliver on the mandate. So the governor at the moment was already predetermined to be stranded in office because the previous administration had already emptied the entire treasury of the state for him to inherit what he's not going to be able to do anything about it. But I trust in his capacity that a man full of wisdom and competence, he will find his way out of the current situation to ensure that he does the best at this point in time. And Operation Rainbow, all those that believe that plateau state should be secured, and when we are secured, we will have the best that we can. The economy can come back to life. That's in terms of tourism, in terms of sports, in terms of entertainment. In terms of all that the farming that we're talking about, he has to do the needful. And we right. know that he has; he's on the right track to, 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 to retrace where we all got it wrong. All right. And he will be able to do the needful at this point.
2: Comrade Steve, you're going to respond to the same question before we head to the phone lines. Because already the calls are tripping in. Where, I mean, where are the areas that you align with him and what are some of the things innovatively the governor can do? Because when these things happen, loved ones just want to see, you know, their relatives survive some of these things. Where, in the meantime, can he put up a stopgap measure to say before he eventually finds his footing?
3: War against terror, banditry, uh, kidnapping, and the rest of it in any crime who takes the responsibility of giving order and also giving account of order is very, very important. So uh, even if you call it a political appointment, it is merited on the basis of your performance on the field. And I think it's derogatory to say that a whole region does not have somebody that merits that office. It's purely exclusive. So if at the end of the day you get all the weapons, I don't have the right person to give the right order or to give account. What does it become? You have somebody let's from Southern Kaduna. Let, let's go to Benue. Let's
2: of the minority to, stock.
3: Yes, look. Nobody is minority in this country. Let's talk, In fact, is the majority that is minority. All right. Put all right. the population of the Hausa, the Igbo and Yoruba and put the minority. I don't believe in that minority concept. But let's take what happened in Benue. You order an inspector general of police to relocate to Benue. They did it go? They did he go? No. If it's his people, will you do that? What we are saying is that yes, you build the capacity of the security, but you must also get the right person that will give the right order. And then you come to the Kaduna man that you're saying. When he was in Kaduna, record have you that he dealt with the bandit and the terror is very well. Who removed him when he was performing? Somebody above. We've heard repeatedly orders from above. And I've just given you the 2001 crisis. Where the director of DSS told us in plain, the that orders from above is countering what they are saying. You need to have people. Any conventional war are not one on the basis of might; it's on the basis of intelligent gara to prevent or to mitigate. And that's exactly what we are saying. And coming to a Plateau and the new governor, the only thing can, that can make this government new is to take a different approach from the excuses of past governments. And part of the excuses of the past government is that we're not in control in this, we're not in control. Yes, we agree. But creatively, we've also seen in other states, the structure they put in place, like the rainbow that you said, they empowered it, they strengthened it, and to a larger extent, it's helping information, uh, intelligent gathering, analysis, and deployment. And what's still on the plateau? Most cases is that this rumor goes about, there's going to be attack. And at the end of the day, there's no right deployment. I was at the PRTB stakeholder meeting where I'm ashamed that the governor said that for the past one year there was no security council meeting. It's an insult. From a government that pride that security of life and property is the experience, for a whole one year there was no security council meeting. One credit and many other ones I will give to the current governor. said They have created a platform for possible uh, regional uh, security architecture. Collaboration. Where the North Central will begin to share information. Good. This is what we've been asking the former governors to do that they didn't do. If it's able to do that and they prioritize security as their priority, then it means that in a number of they will be able to overcome it. But let me tell you, some of the conflict on the plateau is self inflicted. Either some people had it and they kept quiet. I know this conspiracy of silence. Everybody keeping his own criminal element and creating ungoverned space at different levels. So, the governor must find a way of making sure that there's no place, there's no forest for anybody to stay. And most importantly, they need to reintegrate people that are victims and make sure that we mitigate the impact of this. Most importantly, I also want to see him, he said it on that day that he has just appointed, I think, a major general or yes, a general, yes. as a security a retired, a
2: retired major general. Wonderful.
3: Go but let's it. begin Go to through. see the result in terms of preventing some of this casualty. Let me tell you, if we're able to prevent some of this casualty, these blood-sucking demons will fizzle out. What encourage them is the blood they are, that they are splitting. And let's tell ourselves the truth in the North Central. We are paying for not investing in the time of peace. In most cases, in the time of peace, we're not thinking about the future. We're not thinking how do we secure our environment, our farmland, and the rest of it. And that has created and made us more vulnerable than any other people. And that is why some of us are saying, let's get people from this region to be part of the national government, not just ministerial appointment, that other states. Critical areas of security that touches on the life of the people in, in the, look, the Northeast have gotten the Northeast Development Commission. Commission yeah. The Southwest, we're already getting their own. The Southwest, they're already planning how to have their infrastructure as a region. When is North Central going to have its own political agenda, its own economic agenda? that On that basis, they can place demand at the federal level. Right. So it's very well, fundamental.
2: What they say is the challenge in the North Central is not comparable when you put it side by side to the events in the you know, Gilbert, North East.
3: Gilbert, like I told you, I have traveled close mm-hmm. to some sub- of this yeah. region. They are even more divided than us, even in terms of religion, even in terms of uh, denomination. But when issue of security, issue of infrastructure and develop, human cap- capital development come. They don't pull themselves down, they unite. And I think that is where we must get it right. Let's unite so that at the end of okay, we only unite to get a party chairman and we cannot become a presidential candidate and we cannot be in sensitive office. We must go beyond that All right. and make sure that at the end of the day, every zone in this country is included in the scheme of governor so that no zone is put at disadvantage.
2: Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Please when you call straight to the point. We want to squeeze in as many calls as possible. And so do well to help us to achieve this. Hello. Hello, good evening. All right. Hello, good evening. Uh, the phones are jamming i see i see this happening hello good evening hello oh all right let me see let me see if we can hit lucky here hello good evening hello all right all right well let me take some comments on facebook before i return to this um phone lines otherwise otherwise um Albert Dagza says, In as much as Nigerians want competence in terms of appointment, inclusivity should not be thrown away for any reason. Um, Temple Chinla says, Mr. President has started well, just like he promised to hit the ground running. I wish him well while commending his doggedness in this short period of time in office. Sayyid Ibrahim says, um, Concerning the issue of appointment, it's... A welcome development because this appointment shows that um, one Nigeria without sentiments can't be achieved. John Paul Jacob says, ideally, in a normal society, performance is the bedrock of everything. And making this job done is what we're after. But unfortunately, ours here in Nigeria, we have to follow federal character because of regional differences. Steve Zulong says, you have all spoken well. I would rather have a team of performing service chiefs instead of principal Of federal character, which will lead to underperformance. Aziz Adam says, The situation we are in now, Nigerians need both competence and character. I believe that will move us forward security-wise. I mean, you meant to say federal character. Nen Dungbam says, Nigeria is more than any individual, and when the service chiefs realize that, then we can boldly say, we can trust them. Uh, All right dumb cat simon says at the end the progress of the country should be paramount thus the appointment should reflect that hello good evening hello there all right hello i think something is wrong with this phone uh, the phone lines are just jamming i see this happening hello good evening Oh, uh, all right all right still on facebook Ephraim i says Honestly speaking, it should be based on performance, not federal character. I think this is also a new turning point for our country, Nigeria. Um, all right. Hello. Good evening. Hello. All right. All right. Still on Facebook. Still on Facebook. Aziz John Adams says, the security problem bedeviling this nation is as a result of failure from the ruling class to strictly operate based on the rule of law. Um, nothing can work in a country where rules of law, rule of law is ignored. May God help us. he says, Sunday Moses of says, the appointment of Ahmed tunubu to me, follows federal character. All the service chiefs are all from the six geopolitical zones. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yes, thank you for talking to us. Go ahead. Your name and location.
0: My name is Vera. I'm calling from Polis, Park.
2: All right, go ahead.
0: Well, I want to comment to your guest on the studio. And please, I have a question I want to ask uh, from the Steve Aluko. Good evening, sir.
3: Good evening, sir. Okay.
0: Sir, sir. I know there was a chance that people were uh, fighting for local government autonomy. And what you said, you were in the security that if the governor did not attend assign, assign to this that bill, that you name the names of those that are refusing for that bill to go to. And up till now, I feel they the didn't want sign anything to law. I mean, till now, we've not heard anything. Thank what you. What happened?
2: Thank you. Yes? He has heard your question. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Hello? Uh, good, bye. good evening. Good evening. Your name, please, and location?
3: Uh, it's Comrade Bernard on the line.
2: Go ahead, sir. I've uh, seen your comrade at Good evening.
3: Good evening, sir.
0: Daughter, uh, I you have spoken very well. Good
1: evening.
0: Giver, uh, my son, is unfortunate. We could illegal and borrow democracy just to float our egos, the National Assembly and the ministries. But we have to beat the Internet of Democracy, which is autonomy, like somebody said. Until you create autonomy, send this money. Nobody has it. almost 55% of total income. In Let's de- um, devolve this power. Give them autonomy and create security in other countries in the West. maybe we talk about UK, we talk about uh, Britain or uh, US, They have counter-security, counter-police. Surround the people, because every incident comes from the locality. When we will tell you everything, promoting ministers, promoting this and then fly capital flight, nobody cares about that. And don't let them say, it doesn't take interest. We are promoting things today. The issue of uh, cabinet appointment, the issue of three amateurs, they are wanting to, okay, they didn't follow, they did do this thing, obviously, appointed, they didn't because the constitution said, this component of money should be equitably distributed according to the CISO of this country. So, it, it promotes national unity, But do you see what happened today? I mean, what do you mean? One who decided But is it good? Is it that answer, that good? That answer, what do you call The man who will be refined legal? Lego. This director will not be so calm. Will use it a will use your you you of How can he respond he that. Is there a for all now. All he right. is a nice Thank you. Thank you so much. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Your
2: name, please, and location. Yeah, good evening, my brother, Steve, my brother. You see, when people Oh, oh, sorry, my name is Comrade
0: Patrick Kurokraf. I'm coming from a blue village in When we put in North I complaining, I start laughing. Now, how do you at people from the East, eastern part of Nigeria? What do you have them to say? So you see that we have come to the stage that Nigeria is a country where the winner takes it or nobody cares where they are coming from. That is because of this religion, sentiment, the tribal sentiment when we come to international politics. If we come, face reality. say we are united, we should move towards, home. whether you win or not, you see what egos are facing in Lagos. How many people are facing it? One Nigerian.
2: Go will help us. Amen. Good evening. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Your name and location.
0: I'm sorry. for am right here.
2: Straight to the point, please.
0: Ariko, good evening.
2: Thank you. I agree with
0: you. If you, you see... The appointments are not really majorly our problems. Simbo can uh, has made appointments, but really, if you look at the insecurity breaking us, in plateau here, uh, as you said, middle belt, what we really need is true, really true federalism and restructuring the whole system. Then. The military is found everywhere in the streets of Nigeria, which accusations have come in various quarters that what is happening to us, that we could not face out those who are killing us in many places. And this has not properly been defined. What we have set uh, the Mr. President to do is if you are setting up committees and the places where those who are killing the citizens of Nigeria can be fished out. Put military back put their, to, to, to their zone, where, to, to, where they, 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 they're supposed to stay. All right. Thank Let you. Let police, please, sir. Thank you so Let much. Let police Thank you. have an open hand to manage this. Our shots should stop the calling from Abuja. The state should have and then the security of things that is going around their city and communities and local governments. Thank, you, Thank Pastor you very
2: much. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right, let me return to you gentlemen in the studio. Um, your final words in 40 seconds, if you can, because I see we're out of time. We're out of time, really. Yes, let me start with you, Mr. Emmanuel. Okay, like I said earlier,
1: I think uh, the comrade here misunderstood me. I strongly believe in inclusivity. Inclusion generally is a global principle and uh, every marginalized voice should be heard, should be involved in the decision-making on issues that affect him or affect that community directly. That is not the problem. But what I'm saying here, in a system where we need efficiency, we need efficiency. Like one of the callers said there are military all over the streets in Nigeria. What have they achieved so far? Is it that there is no discipline in the military is it that the military is not strong enough to contain the insecurity or the bandits or the killers? These are the questions that we need to ask in order to address the issues that we are faced with at the moment. All right. Yes, the issue of Central Zone, like I said earlier, is an artificial creation. Even the state system that we you operate... You stand by is, your word. Yes, right. still, even the state we, we, we call them today, Plateau, Benue, Taraba, Kaduna, Nasarawa, uh, Lagos, they were all named by men. They were not created by God. Men sat down and decide what should be the boundaries, right? All so right. they are artificial based on the motives of those that sat down in the conferences that produce those states and the geopolitical zones. All right, thank you. So I am of the opinion that, yes, if you are making a decision on your appointment, <laughs> look at competency and bring people from all the angles that make up Nigeria and put them together, Thank assemble them and make their cabinet.
3: We're out are, of time. Really. If you are privy to all the party, constitution, working document and the rest, it, it respects the six zona region. And if you go in terms of appointment into some national offices, it respects that. So if the logic is that you respect that in other places, why should you not respect that on critical matters about security of life and property? Beyond this, let all of us, hold government, whosoever is there accountable. Let's repent from the old ways of singing hallelujah when they don't deserve it, or clapping hands when they don't deserve the reading. The best we can do, criticize them when they are doing the wrong thing, and then, Uh, what do you do? Celebrate them when they do the right thing. And this is why we are saying that we want a total shift, a total change. We don't want a replicate of recycling the old brigade that have eaten the carcass of this country. We want new life so that Nigerians can move forward.
2: Thank you. I know. I know how I had to encroach into Comer Steve Lukos' day, and he was so gracious to come on this show. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much, Mr. Emmanuel Zoma. Thank you. It's, a it's a really pleasure. been a fantastic time <laughs> having to pleasure. do this with you. I, yeah. I, it's a huge sacrifice, and we really appreciate. Thank you. Well, dear listener, please tonight as you go to bed, pray for my colleague, my brother, my friend Ponsak Fanap, who has been under the weather. He's recuperating. Um, I just hope he recovers in due time and return up here. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Good evening.